This is Boston University's World of Ideas. I'm Jack Lepiars. Tonight, the work of students in the Radio Narrative Journalism course at the College of Communication. We've already heard stories about music, education, and economic stresses on culture in greater Boston. Now we turn to religion. A growing 21st century concern is creating divisions in some churches in the U.S. It's concern over climate change. Student reporter Colby Lucas visited a church in Brookline that says caring for God's creation is a religious responsibility. Pews start to fill up as churchgoers enter St. Paul's Episcopal Church. Older folks take the seats closer to the front, while young couples with small children hang towards the back. The room is full of quiet chatter. There are waves and smiles here and there. There's no way to tell that the church is partially powered by solar panels. The inside looks the same as it did before the solar panels were installed in 2012. The stained glass still beckons light in from outside. Reverend Jeffrey Mello is the church rector. On January 6, 1976, the church was destroyed by fire, the sanctuary, and the only thing left standing were the exterior walls. And so the church had a decision to make whether they were going to rebuild or whether they were just going to close and move to the other Episcopal churches in Brookline. Parishioners decided that they would rebuild. Given that it was 1976 and then the rebuild happened um, in 1982, finished in 1982, it was really the advent of awareness for solar power. Solar panels have been a central part of the identity of St. Paul's congregation since they were installed after the fire. Parishioner Fred Muter helped install the solar panels. We've got panels both on the church hall here as well as also above the rector's office. And that actually handles about 40% of our, our electrical needs. It's been a real benefit. Um, as you may know, it actually... Uh, feeds directly into the power grid and actually makes the, uh, the, our, our power meters spin backwards. So we're actually adding power into the grid during low usage. Large, cavernous, and often empty, churches can be among the biggest wasters of energy in a community. Our buildings tend to be the biggest. They tend to take the most to heat. And unfortunately, so many spaces are only used on Sunday morning. So churches could really be uh, a major force in reducing energy use in the local community. Reverend Mello says the solar panels are an outward and visible sign to neighbors that inside the church is a community that takes caring for the environment seriously. When I was looking and interviewing to come here, I knew Uh, even just looking at the building and pictures and reading on the website, that the care of creation was central to this community's ethos, that taking care of uh, the creation was uh, an important mandate that they took seriously. While St. Paul's Church is addressing climate change, some churches have been slow to acknowledge the issue. As recently as 2018, a Pew survey found only 28% of white evangelicals said they believed human beings contribute to climate change, compared to 77% of Hispanic Catholics. 
Christians who want to address climate change are part of what's called the creation care movement. It combines Christianity and environmentalism. And the light bulb went on and I said, I get it. You know, um, I'm motivated to keep and serve and take care of this creation, this environment um, as a means of understanding my faith and what it meant to love God and to take care of the world that he's created. A member of Young Evangelicals for Climate Action shares her realization of her responsibility to the environment in a short film called Evangelicals for Climate Action. The documentary was made by Boston University film professor Sam Kaufman. He says there's growing influence coming from the younger generation. There are a lot of younger evangelicals who, you know, see, the, read the news, you know, take courses in school that are science-based, and they realize that, you know, there's a real threat to the, the world. And so, you know, they take an approach that's different than their parents, and they're trying to influence their parents to say, you know, the work we're doing, it's called creation care. You know, we're caring for God's creation. And God left us this great place, so we need to tend it and take care of it. So that's sort of how they're trying to, to push the older generation that's more conservative, that's less scientific-based, to seeing that they have a responsibility too. So it's more based on how to care for God's creation than it is about the threat of climate change. In Brookline, St. Paul's is not alone in working to address climate change in a house of worship. Another Episcopal church, All Saints Parish, was the first church in New England to win the Environmental Protection Agency's Energy Star Award for efforts to protect the environment. It was honored for a heating project that lowered the church's environmental impact by 50%. It's important for us to do these things not just for how they benefit the environment here or how they benefit the church. Again, St. Paul's church rector, Jeff Mello. But the church should be uh, a living example to the people who are in it, right? So that when our parishioners come, they learn, oh, I could do that at my house. You know, oh, that's a th- I could have that thermostat. Oh, I could change my lighting to that. St. Paul's is one of many churches paving the way towards a greener future. And its rector says the church is proud to set an example for everyone. I'm Colby Lucas.